Cynic Empowerment. Last time on Cynic Empowerment. Lemon, 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 Duke's oh all day. Oh my god. You just click on one and it's like, <laughs> it's somebody on a cruise ship. And they're in their bunk, and they, they look incredibly ill. They have, like, a little, like, surgical mask that's pulled down underneath their chin. And they're just like, man, I don't I don't fucking know what I'm going to do anymore. This seems like this coronavirus has taken everybody on the ship, and uh, I don't even know why I'm, I don't even know why I'm wearing this goddamn, this goddamn mask anymore. And they rip it off of their face, and you're just like, holy shit, what's going on with this guy? Great. Okay. Eh, eh, eh. Mm, take a sip of tea. Oh, yeah, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> yep, that was, was pretty good. The most car- good sip. cartoony yep, maybe, sip ever. Maybe maybe a little bit of water here. A little... Let me make sure my, my phone <laughs> is off so it doesn't make horrible noises. Oh, yeah. Got it. Want... At least the ringtone's off. Yeah, turn, turn you down. Alright, are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? To cynic! (laughs) Being cynically empowered! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! (laughs) Welcome everybody to this episode of Cynic Empowerment! Are you ready to be empowered? <laughs> <laughs> and the yeah, crowd goes everybody. crazy. Yeah, totally crazy. I'm Tim Woo! Carpenter. That's Jimmy Horn. Welcome, welcome, Woo! welcome. Thanks for joining us on today's episode. This is pretty cool. Uh, we are recording in the middle of the day, which is pretty uncharacteristic of us, so we're going to sound yeah. more sober than usual. Yeah, it's a strange. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm usually mostly sober at our nighttime episodes, but I've also just gotten off of work, so I'm completely inebriated from that standpoint. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Uh, yeah, yeah. Totally, totally <laughs> not inebriated. Uh, definitely not 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 unsober in any capacity. But I'm drinking a lot of tea right now. That's that's uh, it's got some whiskey in it. Is that? Wait, are you? You're, no, you're not. <laughs> no, there's not whiskey. Oh my god! Oh, like, like I was like, that's like a fucking uh, what's his fucking nuts move. You know who I'm fucking yeah. talking about? Who does that? From um, uh, last podcast on the left. Uh, what's his fucking nuts? The alcoholic of the group. Uh, the tall one. Oh, uh, Ben. Yeah, Ben. Yeah, yeah he's he's, al- he's, he's the always drinking. He's the one that puts. Anyways, he talked about one time about putting whiskey in his tea, but it was like some some poo easement tea, right? And so <laughs> he like combined this poo easement tea with whiskey, and he was just shitting his brains out for. Anyways, man, that would do it. Yeah, that would do it for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, mean I, I think any kind of tea and whiskey would make you shit your fucking brains out. I mean, what if, what if you found yourself in like a parking lot while you were while you were doing that? You know, you had that that clean little I would, cooperation. I would hope that I would just have an empty Folgers can in my car. I feel like that's the only way to safely poop. <laughs> As, uh, uh, like, got, if you don't have a toilet. Yeah, you got to have like a nice round Tid. diameter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally I, big. 
Right. <laughs> and something something with like a nice airtight seal. Exactly. <laughs> that you, that you can just like throw on. out of your car going sixty miles an hour on the <laughs> highway. <laughs> if you go and if you like hit like a sign or a big rock or something, it just kind of like explodes. Yeah. It just crumples up as like a weird ass poo bomb. Yeah. Oh man. Amazing. But what if you're what if you're not going sixty down the highway? Ooh. What if instead Ooh. you're in a parking lot? Ooh. And there's no other. There's no recourse. You can't necessarily poop in a in a in a poo can. What happens? You don't have a what poo do do? can on you. Yeah, there's no poo can. No poo can. I I guess you either uh, shit yourself or you. Is there a bush nearby? <laughs> well, did um <laughs> did Andrea Grocer fifty one of Ashland, Massachusetts? Did she have a Did she have a bush? No, she didn't. So this brings us to our first story (laughs) title here. Woman accused of pooping in Natick parking lot at least eight times. It could be more, folks. That's just the number of times they have evidence of her pooping. There was a couple of really big dog shits nearby, and they were like, is it hers? Is it the dog? (laughs) We don't know. know. Let's let's not split split hairs. Let's not split turds. (laughs) <laughs> That's not split turds. We have we have no idea what could have happened. Yeah. Uh, so you got to be in a pretty dire state. I know I've no, been. I don't think on... so. But please continue. No, no I think she's well, a freak. I think she's a freaky lady. I think she's got a freak. She's a freak. I think I think it gets her rocks off. It might. I I really do, and I have some reasons for believing that. But if you but go into your theory. Pooing in public, and she's doing it like super early in the morning. Yes, this is no. There, there, there's clear intent involved. She knows yeah. that the store is not open at this time, and that she can get away with it. No, it, it, it is premeditated pooping. Okay, you cannot. This is not like some manslaughter shit. This is like premeditated murder levels of crime. She knew exactly what she was getting into. Jeez, right? Yeah, she probably did. For one, she has a car. Right, so yeah. all all of you are probably thinking, oh, this is probably some homeless person on drugs that just no. that just goes and poops here in this parking lot because they have nothing better to do. No, absolutely not. This this uh woman, uh, what's her name again? Uh, Andrea Grocer. Andrea Grocer. She has mm-hmm. a 2018 Lincoln MKX. Now I don't know how much that SUV costs, but I know Lincolns in general are a higher end car, so I'm guessing in the yeah, 30, 40. Cheap thousand dollar range at least right probably in the high 30s with like none of the extra add-ons and then you're going up from there depending on what you get and so she has this nice ass car right and she's going into this parking lot only when the when it when it is closed when there is no one around she she has to know what the hours of this place that she goes to it multiple times over and over again as we've already stated at least eight and what she does she has this neat little trick what is she gets out of her car and then she opens up the the back door and the front door in such a way that she kind of makes a a little cover for oh, she's herself. Got she's got a yeah. barrier exactly so that people can't see her pooping. And then she drops trowel, leaves her deuce, uh, and then she even okay. And here's here's the extra catch. This is the extra catch of how you know it was purpose filled. When they came to clean up the scene. I, uh, there was there would always be toilet paper, so she brought toilet paper. She brought toilet paper. Yes, she, she knew, knew it was happen. exactly. She knew she had to poop. There was clear or, poop intent. So pooing eight times is kind of a supernatural feat. I don't know how in the world you poo eight times unless you Wait, just have like the no. metaphysical difference of like 
shitting a little bit, pinching it off, moving to another location, and starting again. No, obviously there's multiple different types. Well, that's absolutely fascinating because I, I don't even, I might not even shit eight times in a week, you know? <laughs> well, I th- I th- it was a long con sting operation. So the, the store, the reason why they're able to figure out it was her is they thought it was an animal at first, but it kept happening in the same exact spot. So they set up these cameras, right, in order to try to stop shoplifters. And when they went back to watch the cameras, they noticed the lady rolling up in her car. Uh, they set up cameras in order to stop shoplifters. Yeah. Okay. More like mean, shit leavers. Serial poopers. Yeah, serial yeah, poopers. Yeah. That's exactly what they do. It was like, no, 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 it was to do this. Because nobody ever says, like, oh, we have a problem with somebody uh, spontaneously pooping, you know, like great amounts in our parking lot. <laughs> yeah. We need to catch that. And it's like, no, 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 no. We, we have a you know, loss prevention. It's loss prevention. <laughs> loss prevention. You don't want to yeah. own up to the fact that you just invested $3,000 in cameras is because people are pooping in your parking lot. Oh, man. I've got a story. God damn about it. About a Tim. time. <laughs> about a time I was working retail. Okay, so. I might I might have already talked about this. You stop me if I already have. Okay. Uh, there was a guy. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I should I should start I should start a different place. So we had uh, this eight lane uh, aisle system, and it's covered and in poop. They, no, not yet, not yet. <laughs> that that uh, that was sp- split by uh, a perpendicular pathway in the middle of the store. We had radio headsets and whenever something, uh, you know, they needed to communicate to one of the merchandisers in particular, which I was at the time, they would be like, you know, merchandiser check, uh, come, come to this particular area of the store or bring in carts or whatever. And I, I hear this like emergency call. One of our new managers, the guys at dunce as a lot of retail managers typically are. Yeah. And this guy was like, we have an emergency in the middle aisle. And I'm like, Okay, that doesn't sound good. He's like, somebody please help. Bring a mop and bucket. <laughs> oh, no. I was like, oh, oh shit. That's a bad sign. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, I'm going to go fill up the mop and bucket, and I start wheeling it over. And uh, sure enough, like one of the managers has got both of his hands straight out beside him and is crouched over uh, what seems to be like this like brown substance on the oh, floor. Oh, my God. He's just like making sure that nobody steps in it. And uh, Was it liquid I, or solid? It was liquidy. Uh, so what What had happened, somebody had started shitting their pants in aisle one at the front of the store, and they decided rather than exiting the building, uh, they would <laughs> they would walk up aisle one, split the difference, go down the middle aisle all the way across the store into the bathroom that was absolutely 100% on the other side of the store. Oh, they're probably looking for the bathroom. They probably had no idea where it was, so they were just walking around aimlessly shitting themselves. Well, you could tell that they they headed straight for it. They knew where the bathroom was. Oh, so, no. So they went, they went, you know, aisle one, middle aisle. I mean, obviously, because you have a trail of breadcrumbs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so sad. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was man. It was pretty gross, uh, and that person. Um, I, I think that they they waited until they, they spent like a long time in the bathroom, obviously, and I think they just kind of like stealthily left. Damn. They didn't say anything to anyone. They just like boop, just went right out. I as mean, you, why, why, yeah. Why? What are you? What are you gonna do? Uh, excuse me, sir. I just want to let you know that I shit myself. I'm a grown ass man and or woman, <laughs> and I just shit myself in your establishment. I'm so sorry. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, get the they, fuck away from me. I'm so sorry. Their hands are just, like, covered in shit. They're just, like, let trying. Let me touch you. Let me uh, touch let you. Let me convey how sorry I am. Yeah. Can I have a hug? <laughs> no. No, man. You smell bad. Covered in shit. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need any of that. Yeah, no, that, uh, that's pretty awful. But this lady, you think that she's in the wrong? Yes. Obviously. Yes. But what if she just, like, is constantly shitting all of the time? Like... She can't help it, so she's started to take toilet paper with her it's too, because she she knows that it's going to be an issue no matter where she goes. I think it's too convenient that she hit the same place up eight times, right? Yeah. And I I mean, I, I don't know where she lives. Maybe it's a bathroom desert. There are places out there that are bathroom deserts. But I've had to shit before, and I've always made sure I, I, I find a bathroom regardless if a place has a public bathroom or not. I, I, I can I can get in. I can get it. Any bathroom be- can become my bathroom if I need to shit hard enough. Oh, absolutely. You, you tell it, somebody, like, even places that they say they don't have a public bathroom, you tell them you're going to shit yourself in their store. Their, their, their employee-only bathroom can become a public bathroom real quick. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I've seen that happen in person. Yeah. person's just like, look, I, I'm going to piss myself right here unless I use the bathroom. And they're like, okay, fine. You know, come on behind the counter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they, they lead them back. Oh, man. It's just a, it's a shitty situation. <laughs> yeah, obviously. I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, she. I feel cl- bad for her. I don't. You don't. You feel bad for her at all. And I, just, I don't. She's just doing it to get her rocks off. I think she's doing it to get her rocks off. Like she says, she has irritable bowel syndrome. But I, I'm sorry. I, I I think I think she's a freak, and a freak. I, I think she enjoys shitting in public. Maybe I, I could be wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. But uh, I uh, she because she claims also. That she had the re the, the like okay here here's another reason why it's suspect and I think she's a freak that just like shitting in public. She claims that when she was shitting in the parking lot, the time when they finally caught her, because the way they caught her, they did straight up sting operation. They had cops set up outside, <laughs> waiting for it to happen because it, it was happening so much they could set their clock to it. So after she left the evidence, they came out and went, yep, there's poop here. A cop pulled her over and, and arrested her, obviously. And uh, her, she claimed that she had just got done with her gig as a nanny down the street, and she just really needed to poop. If you're a motherfucking nanny, you can poop there. Like, that's yeah. an option. Like, you have no excuse. It's not like you were just spent eight hours at some hell world facility that doesn't have a restroom for its employees. You were a right. nanny at someone's house. Yeah. You had plenty yeah. of time to poop there. No excuses. As much as you want. Like, you could just, like, sit in the bathroom and be like, oh, nope, there's more. Like, you, you don't have to you don't have to leave anytime soon. Exactly. Like, you don't, even, your job. You don't even have to take care of the kids. You can just play Words with Friends on the toilet and let the, the, <laughs> the kiddos take care of themselves. Like, that's how much freedom you have to poop in a, in a situation like that. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I, I'm really glad I don't have irritable bounce syndrome, Jimmy. It's, it, I, I'm just, I, I'm just really happy. I mean, I'm really that. glad I don't have that either. But I, I, I don't think she has it. I think she, I think she's lying. Even, she's just, she's yeah, just a pooper. Even oh, here's here's a quote here. The officer noted that there were various nearby public restrooms, and she allegedly replied, replied apologetically that she wouldn't relieve herself in the poor in the store parking lot ever again. Okay. The officer later so confirmed that Grocer's employer that she had access to the home's restroom, the officer wrote. So he stated, mm, obviously. Obviously. And she would do it apparently rain or shine, like like whenever. 
Like the, the, they had times documented that she did it when it was raining out, and they have times documented she, that she did it when it was snowing out. Like I, I really think she was a freak. She's just like, I don't care, I don't care. I gotta shit this parking lot. I don't care if it's raining out. I gotta do it. I gotta do it. There's a McDonald's across the street, but I don't care. The parking lot's mine. <laughs> oh well, she's actively seeking the parking lot, right? Like yeah, it's exactly. not even that it's fine. It's like I have to have the parking lot, no matter what. I have to have the parking yeah. lot. Precious. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. No, she's she's freaky lady. Mm. Bad kind of freaky. Is there any is there any silver lining to this this poop scandal? Uh, the silver lining is that she got caught and her uh, wild shit spree has been to taken to an end. Yeah, it's it's, it's been brought to an end. Yeah. You, no longer will this poor establishment be tortured by the constant shit piles they would find outside. <laughs> Because you know it was some lowly employee that was like, all right, we got another one. He's like, God damn it. Uh, really? I just uh, clocked uh, in. What the uh, fuck? Can somebody please handle this? <laughs> Do you know how many dustpans we've had to throw away because of this? Uh, the, the overhead is getting ridiculous. Yeah, we, we've actually got like backups on backups on dustpans right now. <laughs> yeah. There's no way that I'm handling that with a with, with like a paper sack or a, a plastic bag. Whatever. <laughs> we like trying to like pick it up like a doggy poo. <laughs> oh, <but. laughs> yeah, so it's big. You gotta, gotta go at it with both hands. Oh, <laughs> like oh, this is gross. Uh, oh man, they had so many weird things to eat. Oh god. <laughs> oh man. Corn <laughs> again. That's gross. It was super gross. Oh. So, uh, what's the weirdest date you've ever been on, Jimmy? The weirdest date? Ooh, I didn't yeah. pre-think this. Yeah, think about it for a second. Uh, it's it's pretty hard to beat. This moving on to our next story. This person went on a date with somebody. What what app did they meet? Uh, it it just says a dating app. Yeah, uh, so probably your Tinder and or your OkCupid would be my guess. Those are that's one and two. Right. So this this person. Uh, went on a first date and the person who they were going on the date with wanted to stop by the bank <laughs> and it happened to be uh, a bank robbery. <laughs> okay. Like, hey, hey, like, hey. I'm just going to drop in here for yeah, a quick second. I got to grab a couple dollars. I got to grab some bucks so uh, I, uh, we can, I can buy you uh, dinner. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shit. <laughs> and, That's then, and then when he got to the car, he's like, fuck it, go, 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 go. She's like, what? Why? Why so yeah. fast? Come on. I just stole $1,000 <laughs> with this 44. <laughs> Step on it. Good God. Wait, where did that gun come from? Uh, yeah, <laughs> gun in my pants. Uh, this guy was, uh, he's really taking advantage of the whole, like, uh, you know, trusting on first dates thing. Because you really have no idea what's going to happen. Right. You could be, you're meeting someone for the first time. Uh, on these blind dates in particular, yeah. uh, and they could be psychopaths, or they, you know they could be bank robbers. It doesn't necessarily matter. You're rolling the dice so fucking hard when you go on blind dates. Yeah. It's silly. You're gonna be alone with one, well, relatively alone with one person that you've never met before, uh, in a, in an effort to try to build a relationship so that you can be romantic partners right. or, or lifelong partners or whatever the goal is. It just is, it's such a silly concept. How did we get to this point? Um, well, you see, our society is really good at atomizing us, and we have so little free time that we have to uh, use whatever resource. And, and also, the church is dead. No, fuck, fuck the church. No one's no one no one's fighting their their forever love at church anymore. Not yeah. even people that go to church. And right. so, 
It's like, well, um, I work all day and then I go home and I don't want to date anyone that I work with because that's the worst idea you could ever have in the fucking universe. And uh, so I guess I'm going to resort to this app in order to meet people or otherwise die alone. Yeah, you just, you've got to hate your community so much. Like the people that you're already aware are potential partners. You, you just, I, I guess you just can't. Or maybe it's that if something goes wrong, maybe that's it. You know, you're, you're automatically assuming that something's going to go wrong. So you want to have that clear out. You want to date someone that is not already part of your, your general friend group, your social yeah. community. Oh yeah, it, it'll fuck it all up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because then you'll have to see that person later, and exactly. if you know that they, uh, you know, they're a serial pooper or a bank robber, exactly. then that knowledge is now forever with you. And you're like, man, I really like my pastor until I found out that they were a bank robber. Why would you be dating your pastor? I'm not exactly sure. <laughs> yeah, it seems like a really bad option. Not no. a particularly sexy profession. You know what I mean? No, no. Unless you just really <laughs> love acoustic guitars. Oh man, yeah. We we should have talked about that. <laughs> oh, we fucked up. We fucked oh, well. up bad. So, uh, Castillo, uh, wait, from, wait, no, Castillo, Christopher Castillo is the guy who did the robbery and wait, what's the lady's name in this, uh, date? Uh, Does it give her a name? Let's see. It says the woman wasn't charged. Uh, I guess, I guess, Uh, oh, I guess maybe since she wasn't charged, they're trying to Live, let her have uh, her song uh, maxima no that's a car <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I guess they wanted to let her keep her anonymity so anyway so yeah, she say. picks up uh castillo from his parents home red flag already just kidding everyone's poor no one can afford to live anywhere besides home and so he picks him up from his parents home and they were headed uh, 30 minutes across town to, I guess, where they were going to have their date. And he spent that time drinking wine in the passenger seat. So they've never met before, right? This guy yeah. gets in your car, pulls out a bottle of wine. Like, did he already have it uncorked? Like, did he just come into the car with an uncorked bottle of wine? Or he do just, you he think he just had a bottle in his hand? Yeah. He, he, or, or did he like get into the car? He's like, all right. And just like pulls out a, like a, a wine uh, cork and just like starts uncorking it. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Who walks around with a wine cork? Well, that's how you get away with it. Like, the guy, he pulls up in there and he's got like a little, like, nice little case, you know? And then he like unbuckles the case and undoes it. And there's like two nice little wine glasses and a little oh bottle. God. And he's like, would you care? for uh you know a, a vintage red you're like and bitch i'm driving like, yeah it's like well i'm obviously driving it's kind of weird that you're doing this but you you seem like an upstanding person with all your class and shit <laughs> so <laughs> just, he just like whips it out and he's like well more for me then and he just like tosses the whole thing out except oh, for the bottle oh yeah glug, 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 glug. throws the crystal glasses <laughs> out the window oh well then uh, <laughs> don't mind that, if i do That'd be great if he like pulled out his handgun prior to going into the bank, and he's just like, "I need to make a withdrawal." <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Um, what are you doing with that gun? He's like, "Let I go everywhere with this gun." He's like, "You know, it's not okay to take guns into a bank. They're gonna think you're a bank robber." He's like, "Oh, will they?" <laughs> <laughs> he puts on a hat and sunglasses. <laughs> oh, yeah, not like a normal hat, but a top hat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is a fancy dude we're talking about. Dude. <laughs> Damn, but yeah. Oh, so red geez. flags all over the place. Uh, like I need, a, I need to make a withdrawal from the bank. Pull over. This yeah. is my bank right there. This guy's a piece of trash. Yeah. Ah, uh, 
Yeah, it's like you, you're like totally skeptical about the whole thing. He's pulled out the gun. You're driving up to the bank, and then you get there, and you find out it's like Wells Fargo or something. You know, some kind of bank that you have prejudice against. And you're like, oh no, no, fuck this guy. This guy banks with Wells Fargo. I don't think <laughs> yeah. so. Hey, it's get, a stupid Chase Bank. What? What's wrong with get you? Get out of my car. Obviously, yeah, if you're not a credit union person, I don't want to be associated with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nonprofit all the way. Yeah. Me, me, me. Uh, this guy, though, I think the silver lining is pretty apparent here. There is dating hope for anyone. Like, if, if you want to get out there, yeah. if you want to put yourself out there, you can drink wine in the front seat of people's cars while they are driving you to a bank that you intend to rob okay that guy could do it and unless he was just the best looking guy actually let's see if we can look him up let's see what he because i mean i think that plays into it what what he looks like yeah let's see christopher castillo pretty awesome that you can just like look this up and see people's faces nah all these people that are coming up are ugly as hell there's no way there's no you don't think it's him yeah there's there's no way oh is that the is this the guy oh shit uh yeah definitely definitely not a good looking fella <laughs> if, that, if that's the guy that i'm looking at uh oh god yeah i was gonna say like oh if he's a perfect 10 i mean you can ask people to to commit murder for you if you're a 10 oh yeah yeah look at like charles manson i'm not saying charles manson's a good looking guy but i think in some people's eyes he was like the pinnacle of what uh you know sex iconography could be in his day and age and they were right. just like i'm gonna i'm gonna die for this guy right he like, was 70s whatever. Or yeah was whatever he asked whatever yeah he's he could ask him to do anything and they would just go out and start murdering people yeah. so that's something to play into it this person must have been particularly desperate <laughs> Huh. I, I think that that might have had something to do with it. Yeah, I mean, if you continue on going with your date, if someone immediately starts drinking a wine bottle, you know, there, there's got to be a, a lack of standards there, I would think. I'm yeah. just like, what the fuck are you doing? Well, okay then. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I'm just going to roll with the punches here. I mean, like, they want to drink. Who am I to stop them from drinking? It's, it's very illegal, by the way. Like, in most yeah. states, you're not allowed to have open containers as a passenger. Most mm-hmm. states. There's some states that allow it. I think you can actually have an open container in Mississippi as the driver. Wow. That's, Pretty sure that that's uh, the case. Incredible. Get in touch with us uh, if you guys know otherwise. Uh, I would like to be corrected on that if that's not the case. So do you, <laughs> so do you think that you, this person went on any more first dates using the app after this happened to them? Yeah, after that guy got picked up and he was like spitting all over the cops and they were yeah. wrestling him into the back of the cruiser, she was probably like, well, you win some, you lose some. And she just got right back on the app, just like... Swipe right, swipe right, swipe right, swipe right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, depending on the time of night, she might have even gone on another date right after. <laughs> I'm like, well, uh, I got three more of these lined up. Yeah, it probably just waltzed over to was like, did you ever know this guy prior? And she's like, no, I was going on a date with him. Like, And he was drinking in the front seat of your car. I was like, yeah, it's like, well, you have absolutely terrible judgment, but we're going to let you go. I don't really see any reason to... <laughs> <laughs> to bring you into this situation, this guy's a, a fucking whirlwind of of terribleness. Yeah, just just get the fuck out of here. Drive away. <laughs> yeah, just get go. Never here. come back. Get out of town. Never come back. Uh, all right. Well, I guess we're time to get time to get busy. Time to get all serious on everybody. Wait, what? what do we? Have, wait, what's the silver lining? Do we have one? Uh, silver lining was I, that I guess she the, was not punished. Yeah, she was not punished. I guess she didn't get hurt. Like the guy didn't hurt yeah. her when. Yeah, they, she when was. He, she wasn't physically disabled in some way as a result of his 
his uh, brash decision making. Right. Uh, yeah, and he got caught immediately after. So yeah, boom. Yeah, they immediately pu- caught them, pulled them over, and arrested him. And she just she ran away until he got arrested. So it all yeah. worked out. Yeah, totally good. Yeah, silver linings for days. And maybe she took a little tidbit away from that, and that she shouldn't just date anybody. Yeah, really good idea. Like if their if their Tinder profile picture has them with like double pistols crossed on their chests, like <laughs> probably not a good idea. We're just gonna ignore that one. Only God can judge me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, just like a gigantic Confederate battle flag on the back of a huge ass truck. I see so many of those in Tennessee. I'm sorry. Holy man. shit, there's so many of those. Yeah. What do you think? Ugh. What do you see more of? Do you see more of the Confederate flags or Blue uh, Lives Matter flags? Definitely more more Confederate battle flags. Wait, what? Yeah, definitely. I I like. I don't care for either, but Jesus. Yeah, there's way more. I thought I was like throwing like a like a softball at you down the plate. Like obviously, it's going to be more Blue Lives Matter flags. No, oh no, it's God. it's definitely more Confederate battle flags. Jesus, uh, Tim. Well, I mean, it, it might just be the area that I'm living in. Um, as far as the Blue Lives Matter thing, I I don't know. It's probably more like 10 to 1 in flavor, favor of battle flags, to be what honest. What the fuck? Yeah, if, if somebody has like a whole bunch of um, like decals and shit all over their car, then they're they're usually either political or uh, not wildlife oriented, but like like sport hunting kind of oriented, like you know, like Ducks Unlimited and Mossy Oak and all that kind of shit. I'd rather be at the lake right now. Yeah, but if it has any of those stereotypical ones, like uh, gun like don't, life. Don't, yeah, don't don't believe the liberal media. Um, yeah. You know this this vehicle is armed with these things or has like a a big ass like assault rifle on the back. Yeah. Chances are there's also a Confederate battle flag stapled somewhere onto it. I mean I don't, I don't know. That's amazing. <laughs> it might just be like that same kind of like aggressive, uh, macho kind of um, presentation that they're going for. Like you know like the similar uh, mindsets like all of those symbols. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I don't know. I saw one the other day that had a, uh, uh, it was basically the American flag on the left side, and on the other side, it was the Confederate battle flag. It was kind of weird. <laughs> I was like, well, doesn't, isn't that like kind of like a uh, oxymoron? No, don't don't go explaining history to people, Tim. You'll get them all confused. Yeah, it's like, I love America, and the other half is southern hatred (laughs) (laughs) heritage um yeah Yeah, for reals but speaking of southern hatred wait what uh this is uh, this is a legitimately sad story uh in in this story we find out that there was a tool it was a freeware tool uh primarily used by independent uh practices that would allow uh, doctors to um, freely, I guess, do charts for their their patients when they would write up their charts of, I guess, the the, the records and everything like that for their patients. Um, yeah. And uh, this freeware uh, software uh, is from the software company Practice Fusion, and uh, what and since it was freeware, as most most freeware is, it it it, it wasn't charging it, you to use it. So it made its its profit model was based on ads. 
So just imagine while your doctor's trying to fill out your chart, trying to write in your what prescriptions they're going to give you and yada, 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 yada. There'd be like little pop-ups of like, go to Pornhub.com. I'm just kidding. It wasn't <laughs> shit like that. You should buy something for Walmart. No, it would, but it would be pop-ups, I guess, uh, primarily from other uh, medical-related industry things of, I guess, uh, different pharmaceutical medicines and, I guess, other different treatments and stuff like that, as you, as you do in a mm-hmm. capitalist society. And yeah. one of the prime, uh, the more sinister pop-ups that would happen from this uh, Practice Fusion software is you would get little pop-ups that would suggest that, uh, hey, have you uh, asked your patient <laughs> about their pain level? Have you considered giving them Oxycontin? Could be cool. Yeah. Oxycontin is great. Everybody loves it. Why don't you prescribe it to them? Uh, even though it's it's already very apparently an issue. You know, they're, they're already, I think it actually says earlier in the, in the article, was it like 15? Um, I want to get the exact number here. Well, it says from 2016 to 2019, the alert for, uh, hey, do you want to give your patient some fucking Oxycontin went up, went off uh, about 230 million times. So 230 million times of the doctors that use this freeware software, Mm -hmm. uh, that's how many times it popped up. So, I mean, that's a... You know, over uh, 80 million times per year. So uh, Practice Fusion agreed to pay $145 million to resolve civil and criminal cases. Uh, but even so, they probably made much more oh, off hell of yeah. those prescriptions if if they were directly being subsidized by Purdue Pharma, yes. uh, who makes OxyContin. Yes, and 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 it would uh, it would appear that that was the case. So there was a direct relationship between OxyContin and uh, Practice Fusion where mm-hmm. there was like, hey, here you go. Here's all the sweet, sweet cash. Make sure to have this ad pop up, which is, you know, how all fucking ads work. Some for-profit company says, hey, make this thing pop up on your platform. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that, that's how a lot of these, like, these free 99 kind of ads work. You know, the, the money's got to be coming from somewhere. These exactly. people aren't just going to be like, here, you know, take a bunch of free stuff because I believe in, in egalitarian society right. where everybody gets the same <laughs> Uh, you know, the same usefulness out of this technology that I've put all this hard work into and that I hope that people will use for good. Right. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, that's not yet the case. Uh, so, yeah, advertising is, is I, I don't know, almost exclusively how you monetize uh, these these free kind of um, the free apps or. Uh, hey, podcasts even like I, I I can't really think of a way to monetize a podcast outside of in you know having ad revenue, you know like you you can have people that are subsidizing Patreon. you directly via Patreon, yeah. But um, uh, yeah, I think more often than not, uh, you know, advertising is is still by and large more lucrative and more consistent. So just like these, uh, you know, uh, practice fusion, they could probably have people donate like, Hey, do you like our software? You know, donate this much money to us. Uh, but overall, like it was probably much more, uh, you know, there was much more effort and time put into this, uh, than, than would warrant whatever kind of meager return that they would get off of donations. Yeah, no, it, it just seems really shitty. Like, I don't. Yeah, I I really don't know what can be done to stop this kind of thing. Of yeah, I don't like like. Do you think this should be illegal? Do you think you should be allowed to have freeware software 
for uh, independent practices. Uh, yeah. E even if the independent software is going to try to literally manipulate doctors into prescribing medications that their patients may or probably don't need. So that's a bit of a sticky situation. I would say yes and no. Uh, if you're going to uh, well, allow doctors, <laughs> so if you allow your doctors to use this software for free, uh, then you would also hope that these same doctors would have enough knowledge to be able to not rely on it so heavily when they're prescribing uh, these these um, these drugs that have the potential for high addiction rates. You know, like if right. they see OxyContin popping up again and again and again, then they should probably be able to, as an effective doctor, say, this free software is bullshit. I'm not going to use it, or at least I'm not going to use it to the extent in which it's going to tell me to well, uh, like recommend OxyContin But, but that's constantly. the sinister thing about ads is they don't necessarily in the moment make you buy the thing. Like, like, uh, most of it is just to keep it, uh, it's, it's to keep name brand recognition out there and keep it in the back of your head. Coca-Cola doesn't expect you to run out of your house, jump in your car and drive down the street and buy Coca-Cola, right? Whenever mm -hmm. you watch an ad, but the next time that you, you see a patient, maybe you're going to ask, you see this sh this shit pop up maybe you're going to ask more pain related questions because the thing reminded you about hey did you ask your fucking patient about their pain levels whether like they're thinking they're doing it because of the ad or not and then maybe when their patient does have a pain related issue they go huh oxycotton my brain's my brain has oxycotton on the brain i don't know oxycotton on the brain it, it I, I'm sure that there are a good many studies that would present this information to us, you know, it, it, just how effective certain forms of advertising are or suggestive types of advertising uh, are to the average human mind. But it seems like there are so many variables at play there that you can't necessarily know just how culpable an advertiser is when it comes to a doctor deciding to prescribe Oxycontin. And you're also making the doctor into kind of a um, – um, the uh, middleman that can take fault. Oh yeah. Uh, whenever this happens, because you, re you you're you're relying on the idea that we think of doctors as these professionals uh, that are independently making decisions uh, uh, from a highly studied, informed standpoint, mm -hmm. uh, and anything beyond that is malpractice that is the responsibility of the doctor. Um, but these. You know, like they're 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 still people. You know, they're still valuable human beings that are going to be influenced by advertisements. Why why don't you just like make advertisements illegal? Is that a, is that an okay thing to do? Could you just like wholesale oh, just be like no God. more advertisements? Dude, don't tease me like that. Oh, I mean, it's an interesting thought though. Like, don't could you just like, fucking tease me like that? Th think how much, uh, like how much money, like just just how much resources wasted on advertisement dude it's so much yeah it like a lot a lot a lot like oh my god like i i got i got tingles down my spine just trying to just imagining an ad free world i got like eight ads on my screen right now as we're speaking <laughs> yeah they're they're everywhere they're fucking everywhere uh so sounds like uh okay <laughs> so first thing that pops up when I, I i do a quick google search average spending on advertising uh it gives me how much should you be spending on marketing the u.s small business administration recommends spending eight to or seven to eight percent of your gross revenue for advertising 
So if you're less than do, doing less than five million dollars in sales uh, and your net net profit, uh, you should actually uh, do something in the ten to twelve percent range, which is a lot. I mean, that yeah. seems like a whole lot. That is a lot. Oh God, uh, one point five one billion. No, sorry, <laughs> sorry, one hundred and fifty one billion. Uh, is what I meant to say. That was 2018. The total U.S. ad expenditure. That's a 4.1% increase over the previous year. So I think we can only assume that in 2019 it increased. And in 2020 it's going to increase again. And it'll probably continue to increase because advertising is so damn effective at yep. doing what it does. Exactly. Which, ah, the power of suggestion. Yeah, exactly. Which adds to the criminality of this uh, whole yeah. situation of shoving uh, oxycontin down the throats of uh of uh, doctors and then ultimately their patients i would say that the silver lining to the story if i can jump ahead mm-hmm. is is that they were charged right like they they yes, said you know you got to pay this hand. money yeah exactly it's like it's almost like they know that that's going to be the case like at a yeah. certain point if there is any culpable whatsoever if there is any culpability that can be um that can be associated with their involvement whatsoever, then they just have to make a simple algorithm Mm -hmm. in order to know whether or not that there's going to be a positive difference in their favor, you know, according to what, what the pharmaceutical companies are subsidizing them with, uh, or, or what the doctors are paying them if they're using like a paid for service or, or what have you, like in the end, this is not just completely free. And I know we are talking about a free, um, a free app that uses advertising as a way to subsidize itself. Uh, but just because you, you, uh, you, uh, um, if you get something, uh, if you pay for something, there's no guarantee that you're not going to receive any type of advertising on it. You know, that's, that's still a very real possibility and in all likelihood, like you buy a laptop, right? I bought a laptop and there were all kinds of programs that were already downloaded onto it. Yeah. I didn't have a choice right. uh, that were associated to it. And a lot of them I, I'm having a hard time getting rid of. Like I'll see them pop up again and again. It's like, I'm pretty sure I deleted your ass. Hmm. Why are you back? And uh, it's just, you know, it, I, I guess that's socially acceptable that companies can do that. Yeah, it seems like it's really hard to get Facebook completely uninstalled from your smartphone, I've noticed. Yeah, they just they get their roots in. Yeah. Oh, and they spread out, and then it's too late. Uh, why? Why? Did you delete your Facebook? Uh, yeah, I, like I, I only have the Messenger, and even still, I um, are you familiar with DuckDuckGo? Mm-hmm. So DuckDuckGo is a, a web browser you can use to keep Google and Facebook from tracking you, right? Mm-hmm. And so in my mind, I thought that just because, because I just have the Messenger and I don't have the full Facebook, that Facebook wouldn't be able to track me in the same way. But yeah. my DuckDuckGo tells me that's like, hey, uh, we helped you out, bud. We kept Facebook from tracking you to this website. I'm like, what? They're still following me? Yeah. So, like, just, so just having Messenger and, and uninstalling the actual Facebook app, it's not enough. They'll, they'll still fucking follow you, whatever you fucking do. Do you have to pay They've for DuckDuckGo? No, it's free. How is it free? It's free. I don't know. I, I I don't know. Uh, much as we're discussing with this thing, this of why the freeware is being subsidized by ads, I don't know how DuckDuckGo is free if they're stopping people from following you and not selling your data. I would have to look into it. I really don't know, but mm-hmm. it is but it is free. Okay. I mean, there is legitimate freeware software out there that doesn't have ads that people aren't making money from. It does exist. 
Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's kind of got to. It, it, mean, it's, it's rare. It's rare, but it does exist. So maybe DuckDuckGo is one of those legitimate uh, uh, examples. Maybe not. I don't know. I'd have to look more mm-hmm. into it. Yeah, I, I mean, there are purely open source softwares out there. Um, you know, the people are are no longer receiving any type of of yep. compensation for it, right? Yep. Uh, so I mean, like, yeah, it, it certainly uh, does exist. I mean, there's there are those good guy software companies exactly. or good guy, um, you know, individual people. Well, exactly. Like when the internet first started, there were so many people like got really disenchanted really quick because uh, when it first started, you know, there wasn't all these uh, uh, Silicon Valley CEOs yet, right? There was no Facebook, there was no Google, there was no whatever. So everything that existed on the internet, they didn't have the the ad model to make money. So basically everything was freeware, right? The web browsers and everything else and people and communities just meeting together online to make this stuff. But then you had people like um, Steve Jobs and uh, what's his fucking nuts? The Microsoft guy, piece of shit. (laughs) What's his name? Uh, uh, Bill. Bill uh, Gates. Yeah. Yeah, And you have people like Bill Gates that basically took advantage of the freeware scene and then took the freeware that was out there manipulated it a little bit and then threw a patent on it in order to become super wealthy. That's the, that's the only reason why all the original air quotes internet and computer pioneers became so fabulously rich is because they took the free labor of other people that created things and then altered it slightly and then threw a patent on it and then sold it to consumers. Yeah. There are some, some major issues with our um, intellectual property law. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, at least in the from the United States, I don't know how it works in in other countries, but uh, it it allows people to to like you just said, take the work of others and yep. uh, appropriate it for themselves. Yep. Uh, and and what's worse, prevent anyone from using that without paying them. Yep. <laughs> uh, stab you in the fucking ass. What's the silver lining? Opioids. Woo-hoo. Meow, meow, meow. There are a lot of people out there who are feeling significantly less pain. Oh. Uh. <laughs> uh. And you know what? You don't have to worry about a life purpose anymore because now it's just where you're going to get your next hit. <laughs> Great. Amazing. Pretty cool. <laughs> Yep, that's that's what you get. You know, don't, don't worry about that. If I, if you know, instead of using opioids to keep from feeling pain, I think that if I wanted to stop feeling pain, I think I would just completely encase myself in bubble wrap. I think just you, you do it yourself, or you get it somebody else to do it for you. <laughs> I think I would start by trying to do it myself, but once I realized my arms were completely covered in bubble wrap. Yeah. And I could no longer wrap myself, then I would have to probably get a friend, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and who would you get to help you? Oh, someone that I trusted a lot, someone that I could confide in, you know. Yeah, like a, like a, maybe like a religious leader. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so we on Cynic Empowerment routinely shit on the religious community. Yep. Uh, and I think uh, one reason is because there's uh, so much apparent hypocrisy within it. Yeah. Uh, this is just another fantastic example. Uh, we have uh, Reverend uh, Brian Stanley, uh, and that is the Allegan Courts in Detroit, Michigan. Mm. Uh, so this guy uh, was sentenced to 60 days in jail uh, for attempted false imprisonment. Can you guess? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
what exactly that means. Yeah, oh, I, I didn't even man. know. I didn't even know that was that's, a legal false term. False. I guess when you tie somebody up, or you you encase someone in a particular substance well enough, that counts as false imprisonment. Like I would assume, false imprisonment is. Hey Tim, I'm sending you to jail for trying to rob a bank, but you didn't yeah. rob a bank. Or, or like I would assume lo- that locking would have been someone false in a room. You know, like like locking someone in a place they can't get out of. Right. I, I also assume that would be like kidnapping or something, but maybe kidnapping isn't actual legal jargon under the law. Maybe kidnapping is actually false imprisonment. I don't fucking know. Well, if you have if you have kidnapping, it means that you took a person from where they wanted to be and you put them somewhere else, somewhere that you wanted them to be. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so in attempted false imprisonment, uh, well, attempted being the key word here. So maybe it wasn't successful, but in false imprisonment, maybe they were just like in their room, and then you're like, you can't come out of your room anymore. Lock the door. Hmm. Like false imprisonment. Uh, well, wouldn't that be true imprisonment? Because he was, they were truly in, in prison. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the justice system is kind of weird like that. Who? Uh, wait, what's like, a true imprisonment? <laughs> like I found out this morning that. Uh, that uh, executions were considered uh, homicides when it came to the autopsy report. And isn't that kind of weird? It's like if you're considering it a homicide, then why is it not considered a homicide when the government does it? Right? I mean, like you're only doing it after the fact. It's like delivering an autopsy for the sake of, uh, you know, categorical methodology. We're going to label it a homicide. Well, what's the technical... What's the te- technical definition of homicide? Like homo-side, homo as in human. Kill, killing a human. And then side, dead. So dead human? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're killing killing human. Yeah, yeah, killing so, a human. I mean, I guess that works. Yeah, well, it, because it, that absolutely is. But when you say homicide in a legal sense, right. uh, it, it's, it's unlawful, right? You're not right. allowed yeah. to do it that. It has a negative connotation to it. Yeah, so you, you call it like an execution or right. uh, um uh, well, I don't know, capital punishment. Exactly. Well, I, I mean, I think that's just, in general, our, our uh, humans' natural avoidance of death and all things associated with it. So you got to kind of, you got to dress the death up in a fun way to make it seem like the person being murdered uh, deserved it or something in order to make people go along with it and accept it, you know? Uh, yeah, absolutely. You have to... You you have this kind of symbolic interaction with the terminology, yeah. Uh, you know, in hopes that people are going to think of something differently if you if you label it within uh, certain um, acceptable parameters. Exactly. It's like they homicided him. Like, oh shit, that's fucking bad. And it's like no. they executed him. Like, oh well, he probably deserved it. Yeah. Uh, sp- speaking of this, I was I was having the discussion with a couple of folks the other day. Oh we boy. Talk- we were we were talking about. Uh, how Trump is is super efficient at doing this? Uh, oh yeah, he, he's a fucking he symbolically he's a, interacts. He's a he's a word jujitsuer. Oh yeah, he he like wraps up all kinds of weird terms, uh, and especially when he's talking <laughs> about political opponents. You know, calling oh, someone yeah. like a never Trumper, right? Oh like yeah, a, he's so good giving little well, nicknames and stuff. Yeah, and and of course, like when you when you are a, a fifth grade teacher, you understand it's like that kind of stuff needs to stop immediately because you can't have a fifth grader that's like running around calling everybody a poop head. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but when you know when a when a fucking seventy year old dude does it and he yeah. happens to be occupying the highest office in the land, yeah, yeah, everybody's yeah, yeah, just yeah. like, oh yeah, well you know he's just did he's doing that so that we can better understand who the bad guys are. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Uh, uh yeah, oh, it's, it's pretty uh, so, good. 
So this guy, uh, I, I would call him a, a never Trumper. <laughs> oh, okay. Sure. Uh, this guy wrapped up. Uh, he wrapped up a teenager in in bubble wrap. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, so uh, initially those. you're like, eh, okay, wrapped him up in bubble wrap. Maybe that could be fun. You know, you like move <laughs> yeah. around a little bit. You hear a little like pop, pop, pop. You're like, oh yeah, that's actually kind of cathartic. A little bit stress relieving. I like yeah. it. Uh, but then you, you read into it a little bit, yeah. uh, you know, a little bit more. He was in fun. a janitor's room in a church. Yeah. The boy's eyes and mouth were covered. And he was left tape. alone for an hour they were and, yeah, with tape. Uh, so the dude was... Like scaring the piss out of this kid, I imagine. Yeah, and and possibly hurting him, like uh, like legitimately injuring the kid if he has any kind of airway restriction. Like, um, could have died. Like, do you? So the story doesn't get into this, right? So, but I'm just trying to imagine me as a teenager, right, being bubble wrapped by anyone. It doesn't even yeah, have to be a priest. All the time, just, right? just just some adult trying to bubble wrap me. Do you think? The priest led into it of, hey, let's play a fun game. I'm going to bubble wrap you. And the kid was like, you hook? Okay. And then it got to a point where the kid couldn't move around anymore. And then the priest like duct taped his eyes and mouth and then threw him in a closet. Or Mm. do you think, like, I just feel like it'd be really hard to try to bubble wrap somebody if they were resisting. Right. Even if you were like significantly stronger than them. Like it just like bubble wrapping someone just doesn't seem like a. Like an easy feat in it of itself. Yeah, and it it also seems like uh, there, w- there. I think if you resist, then it automatically becomes assault, right? I don't know. I'm I'm not. I don't even know what. I still don't completely understand false imprisonment, so I can't argue that. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> well, he, he would be. It seems like he would be attacking him if that were the case. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, right? Like, it would be but, like yeah, and then the kid was had uh, bruises on his eyes and upper lip as he got elbowed while trying to be bubble wrapped. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Or or maybe he just like, he he bonked him on the head with the the patented cynic empowerment sleepy hammer. Oh, see, exactly. (laughs) You know, Uh, it could have been something like that, I'd imagine. But even then, I I think, I think you're on the right track when, when you say that he was probably convinced. Like, hey, this will be really fun, Billy. Yeah. Lay down here on this here duh, 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 bubble wrap, just roll around in it. Yeah, just roll around like that. You're getting all wrapped up. You're wrapped yeah. up now. Yeah, you're wrapped up. Now you're going in the closet. Wait, what? Yeah, got you now, motherfucker. Got you, fucking idiot. Uh, I'm just gonna take you wherever I want you to go. Like, no, no. Now you're going in the closet. Yeah, it seems like this kid had a. a pretty poor judgment in letting this asshole do this to him maybe but i don't know i don't know i i I could have been convinced yeah (laughs) i I, mean if the the season is right i was a stupid teenager i totally like if someone like convinced me like hey got some bubble wrap would be pretty fun to roll around in it pop some bubble wrap like okay I like bubble wrap. Hey, uh, I bet you if you wrapped yourself up in this bubble wrap, you could, like, run into walls and bounce off. It wouldn't even hurt. Oh, really? Okay. Or he could have just done it like so many other religious officials do and just say, like, it's God's will for you to get in this bubble wrap. Like, you know, uh, <laughs> super, super simple. As you can see here in the uh, in the sacred book of uh, the Apostle De- of Thomas. Deuteronomy um, 420. Yeah, De- Deuteronomy Tommy says, thou, thou shalt wrap thyself in bubble wrap. 
Yeah. <laughs> right? Isn't that what that says? Uh, but isn't that all you really need to say? Like, you're, you're in a position of power, and you have an impressionable 15-year-old. Yeah. Right. So you could just, like, suggest something. Yeah. And if you're of – if that person respects your authority enough, they're just going to do what you say. Right? And you could just be like, hey, you know, wrap yourself in bubble wrap. It's God's will for you to do that. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to do it, blah, blah, blah. And then, sure enough, he's putting duct tape over the kid's mouth and, you know, threatening him to lick his butthole and stuff like that. I don't know. Yeah, I'll lick your butt, kid. I'm going to lick your butt. I'm going to lick your butt so hard. What the fuck? <laughs> don't make that into a sound bite, anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't Okay, so a uh, little more news here. Uh, like, okay, so this is what he got sentenced with. So the the creepo priest got sentenced Monday to 60 days in jail for attempted false imprisonment. So we've established that. And uh, I don't know. It's just weird. Uh, the way they were able to get him even for that short amount of time is because the uh, attorney that was going up against him claimed that he was uh, bubble wrapping the kid, uh, th- that it was a sexually motivated act. So we don't have anything here to say that the priest did any weird sexual stuff with them besides wrapping him up in bubble wrap and throwing him in a closet and taping him. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. It is, it's just all very weird and strange. Like, do you think this is like the kind of shit when they talk about serial killers, like trying to push the limits? Like, well, this time I'm going to bubble wrap them and put them in the closet and see what, how much in trouble I get. And the next time I'm going to go escalate from there. Yeah, I think that it definitely is. It says that the diocese had had trouble with this guy uh, in two prior occasions, once in 2013 and another in 2017. So this guy was probably oh, gearing up to do worse and worse things. But no charges Thank goodness they filed. caught him when they yeah. did. Right. Uh, because he he could have. I mean, he, he could have been the next BTK for all we know. You know, like some guy that was was unassuming. You know, a part of a, a religious community, and then all of a sudden, you know, it turns out he's got a rape dungeon and he's killing people, right. or, or you know, so, some kind of terrible terrible thing. Wrapping up a bubble wrap and and stowing them away in janitor's closets until they die. You know, what, whatever his whatever his fancy is. Um, yeah, so strange. Pretty fucked up. Uh, got any silver linings for this guy? Silver lining is that, I mean, it really sucks for the kid that this happened to. Uh, it's really unfortunate, but I mean, I guess it's good that he talked about it and uh, the priest got caught and he got some kind of punishment, even if it's only 60 days in jail. Uh, yeah. Since the last two times he did weird shit and had to get moved around by the diocese, nothing else happened. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, the, kid is <laughs> the kid now knows that there's a, it's a little bit less impressionable now. Like he's not going to just nope. willy nilly wrap himself up in a bubble wrap. Mm-mm. We hope we, you know, like fool me once. <laughs> hey Billy, uh new game. I got some handcuffs here. How about you uh, try them on? See how they feel on your wrist. Well, that's not bubble wrap. So, okay. okay. Let's give it fine. a shot. <laughs> Wait, can we leave the janitor's closet first? Like, nope, nope. nope. Got to have this game inside of the janitor's closet. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah. um, why would you want to leave this closet so much fun we got all yeah. the greats here we got the fabuloso uh lavender cleaner we've got uh this uh pine saw and the mop everyone loves the mop yeah just it's your new best friend <laughs> deal with it <laughs> uh, and in the instances that you don't have a mop i hear that hippos make terrible best friends don't yeah. hang out with hippos they're I'm really dangerous ass. oh yeah like super dangerous. They are uh, one of the most dangerous, if not most dangerous, mammals out there. 
I would say so. I mean, is it just because of their sheer size, or is it because of the tusks, uh, or all of the above. water dwelling? Yeah, all of the above. They're very territorial, aggressive, and they can murder you in one chomp. So, oh shit, and they're nocturnal. That, oh, ooh, spooky. Oh, oh, yeah. Some gigantic thing just pops out of nowhere and starts breaking your leg in half with its huge maw of doom. If you're if you're fucking around in hippo waters at nighttime, I'm just gonna go out there and say you probably deserved it. For reals, yeah. Don't don't go into hippo infested waters at night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, don't go into hippo infested waters at all. That's yeah, their land yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Don't fuck with that. Yeah, that's their land now. <laughs> okay, so. So we're talking about Pablo Escobar. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, he created a family of unusual zoo animals uh, and, well, exotic animals in general in Colombia during the 1980s when he was active. So fucking and cool. One in particular was the 80 hippos. Uh, and. Oh, yeah, or, well, now, sorry, now it's 80 the, hippos. Now it's 80 hippos. It was four hippos initially, but <laughs> yeah. these 80 hippos uh, are. Uh, wreaking havoc on on this local ecosystem yeah. uh and and not just in like a violence ridden way like they're producing uh such a large amount of excrement that it's yep. changing the water chemistry and oxygen yep. levels <laughs> yep. uh they're fertilizing harmful algae algae and bacteria um w- which produces these algae blooms that are kind of like those red tides um yeah. which i guess is like uh had you heard of those red tides prior yeah they're kind of like uh, they just like kill out ecosystems by um, like absorbing all the local nutrients or blocking out sun or what. I think they're just uh, wait. I don't I really don't I don't I don't know. I just know it's bad. I was gonna I was gonna start throwing out science words and acting like I knew, but I just know that it reproduces too much and there's too much of it, and it's for some reason having too much of that algae is just really bad for the ecosystem and the the plant life and animal life but i i literally have no idea i'm not going to act like i'm smart I, I don't fucking know okay i just i've just heard of it before yeah um i've heard of it so it's it's called by it's caused by um or at least the the ones that have been located around florida and the, the issues that the united states has had with red algae mm-hmm. is caused by a species of carinia brevis which release neurotoxins that are deadly to wildlife and can cause breathing problems to humans on the land. Oh, fine. Yep, that's pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> so apart from that, of course, hippos are big fucking uh, shitters, godless killing machines. Like if you thought that one lady pooped a lot eight times, no hippos yeah. they get, they poop at least twice as much as that. Yeah, they can outdo her with one go round. <laughs> yeah. It's it's also fun too. Is that uh, hippos? They're little. You know, have that little tiny tail. They Mm -hmm. they spin it around helicopter style whenever they're pooping to fling it around as much as possible. I guess as like a territorial thing. That's gross. So they they have like a little shit covered tail. Yeah. So you know the the saying when shit hits the fan. Basically, every time a hippo poops, that (laughs) analogy becomes real life. That's great. Yeah, (laughs) that's so great. uh, so what do you do? <laughs> How do you get rid of these things? I don't know. Uh, I was I was lurking and I found I was alerted to the story uh, because of Reddit and I was lurking in the comments down there. And obviously, I don't know if this is true or not. This is just someone's random fucking comment on Reddit. So fucking sue me if it's not true. But uh, one of the person was saying that they uh, they used to live in Colombia. And that the, I guess the Colombian National Army or whatever would, uh, will occasionally has come out to go and murder the hippos because they're a horrible, horrible invasive 
species that are not yeah. native to the region. But every mm. time they come out to come and do hippo apocalypse and murder them all, that the local villages that live near these hippos will come out and create a human barrier and defend them because they love the hippos. They see them as, as their little local mascot that they don't want to lose. So it Even might be true. They're... It might be they... fake. They can't like interact with their waterways anymore yeah. because of the fucking hippos. Yeah, and the neurotoxins that are being exactly. produced by their shit. They're like, but we love them. Look at it. It's the hippo. Come on, I named that one. His name's Frankie. <laughs> it's like they're so cute, and like the guy <laughs> on the end of the human barricade is getting his leg chomped in. Ah, my face, help me! And everyone's God, just clapping, I love like, these things. Yay. These things are so awesome. Yeah, fuck that. Like that's stupid. <laughs> not not that they should just like go in and just like start shooting them willy nilly. Although I kind of wonder what hippo tastes like. Can you eat it? I mean, you can eat anything. <laughs> Why well, even I'm edible, <laughs> but that's called yeah, yeah. cannibalism. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know. I don't. They don't look tasty to me, but maybe they're good. I don't know. It seems like it would be really tough and not so great, but I don't fucking uh, know. <laughs> Uh, they they look like um, I mean they they look kind of like cow like. Yeah, yeah. I can't argue, I can't argue that one. They do look a little cow like. Um, you get about twelve hundred pounds of meat from the average sized his hippo, man. That would be a lot. That would be it. Probably go bad before you could eat it. Yeah, probably. You need a a big old big old freezer. Yep. Hmm. Okay. What's it taste so, like? So tastes like well, chicken. Uh, it's funny like when you look this up online the first thing that pops up are pablo escobar's hippos what to do about them we can eat them (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that's exactly what they should do you talk about like the silver lining of silver linings you just got like 1200 pounds of meat that's just hanging out in the lake out back all right go fishing for those so this is from mentalfloss.com so you you shouldn't trust it but i'm going to read it to you anyways Mm-hmm. Hippopotamus. The taste is mild, less than lamb and more than beef. Slightly more marbled than usual venison. It tastes exactly like, well, hippo. So I guess it doesn't really taste like anything specific. It is unique unto itself. Well, that's awesome. I kind of want to. I kind of want to try them. I mean, I feel like if you if you eat an invasive species, you can eat it guilt free, right? If you're eating hippos out of africa you might have to feel bad but if you huh. eat a hippo in colombia i feel like there's, there's there's no guilt involved less less than lamb more than beef slightly more marbled than usual venison oh yeah that sounds fantastic man that sounds super tasty yeah lucky you lucky people you lucky colombians <laughs> i want some i all the hippo for yourself yeah, you send some of that up here. Come we should on. just we should just dump hippos into the uh, the Ohio River. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it'd be like the yeah. local news, like um, another coal barge uh, wrecked today as it hit a fleet of hippos while crossing going down the Ohio River late Sunday afternoon. Uh yeah, go put a saddle on one of them and ride it straight into your kitchen. Your <laughs> <home>. <laughs> nice. Oh man. Uh, well, if any of you would like to try hippo in the near future, uh, and, and you happen to get your hands on one, uh, please contact Jimmy and myself because yeah. I know I for one would love to try such a thing. You can send that through the mail. I'm sure there's probably some way you just get some um 
what's the ice? The ice that's uh, extra cold. What dry ice? Yeah, I get some dry ice, right? And yeah. Just package it real good and throw some hippo meat in there. You can send it to us. We'll re- we'd really appreciate it. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Where can they get in touch with us to send that stuff? Uh, all right. If you're interested in sending that sweet, sweet, sweet hippo ass to us, you can do so by emailing us at cynicempowerment at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you there. You can also uh, like us on Facebook at Cynic Empowerment and send us a message. Or you can tweet at us on the Twitter at Cynic Empower Me One. We would love to hear from you. And if you wanted to do us a sweet solid, you can like and review the show, uh, tell your friends about it helps other people find it and it means a lot to us yes it does it means so much to us that if i was to go out on a date with you i wouldn't even make you rob a bank with me no i would yeah i would i would at least wait until we parked to start drinking directly out of the wine bottle yeah but i'd share I, yeah, I would share. Yeah, I would, I would offer it to you first, right? It's our first date. I don't yeah. want to put you off with my germs. So you could, you know, you could have yeah. firsties, firsties and uh, drink as much as you wanted. And then yep. the rest of the bottle's mine. And I think that's completely fair. That's totally fair. And you can even be like, I don't want to get you excited. You know, I, I know we're already off to a great start, <laughs> but I got some bubble wrap. And if you want to, we can take turns wrapping each other up in some bubble wrap. Yeah. You down? You down? You down? You want to get kinky? You want to try something new? Try something new? <laughs> try something you never tried before. Get wrapped up in bubble wrap. I got duct tape. I mean, sorry. Didn't mean to mention uh, that. Oh, part. whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> duct tape, what? Too, too soon. Yeah, what was that part? <laughs> Wait, what? Why what, what do you have the duct tape? Where'd that come from? <laughs> Put it over your mouth. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm going to lock you in the car. False imprisonment. False imprisonment. <laughs> ha ha, I have the keys. Ha <laughs> ha. Gotcha. You're You've been imprisoned me. falsely. Ha <laughs> ha. I think it was an all right episode, Jimmy. You're an all right episode. Yeah, we, we, we nailed it out, okay? We're nailers. We're nailers. We are craftsmen. More like Craft, crafty nailers. We're like crap. Crap men. nailers. Crap men. We're cra- what? Crap. We're like crap uh, and stuff. I'm okay, crap. so you're gonna be gone. Uh.